Looking for coffee that can finally give you the flavor and experience you have been missing? Then your next coffee order should be from SeaStateCoffee.com. SeaState Coffee is premium, hand-selected, highest-grade available coffee that is roasted, on order, delivered fresh to you. And right now, you can take 10, nope, 20% off of your order by using the code GRIND20. That's G-R-I-N-D and the number 20 for 20% off your SeaStateCoffee.com order. Head over to SeaStateCoffee.com so you can enjoy the smoothest and most caffeinated coffee available. Start your day off right with SeaState Coffee. This week on the Route 16 Grind, in the outdoor update, I will share what one state is doing to keep deer safe from chronic wasting disease. And from the field, I'm going to talk about some of the best smartphone mapping tools you may want to use. In the Rock Mud of Dirt, we interview Jason from Ruck Rack. Then we wrap up the show with a cup of joe. Route 16 Grind, Episode 32, Ruck Racket. Welcome to the Route 16 Grind, the podcast for outdoor adventurers. If you wheel, hunt, fish, overland, or are an all-around adventurer, this podcast is for you. Each week, we pour a cup of sea steak coffee and talk about informative topics, the gear, and the training that can help you have a successful outdoor adventure. We have amazing contributors and some great conversation. So, grab your cup, sit back, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome back to the Route 16 Grind. I'm Brian, your host. So excited to be here. I got some pretty cool things that are uh, we're going to, well, I'm going to probably share this uh, not probably will share this uh, podcast. Um, something I found at some uh, articles I was reading about chronic wasting disease earlier and earlier this week. And uh, I was like, you know, that's probably something I definitely want to talk about. And I found a really cool article I'm going to share with you and discuss that. And then obviously when I was out scouting uh, last weekend, um, it was I found out that, you know, using this mapping tool was so useful. So I wanted to definitely bring some things out, some things I use both not just for hunting, but for actually when I'm on the trail. And then we got a great interview with uh, Jason from Ruck Rack, a pretty new piece of gear that's to be coming out to the market. You guys definitely want to listen to that. So let's go ahead and get started with the show. We appreciate your posts and feedback. One of the best ways you can help the show is to post a five-star review with your feedback on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. This helps us grow the Route 16 Grind audience, and we also get a chance to hear from you. So if you love the show, please consider consider leaving us a five-star rating on Stitcher and Apple Podcasts today. The Outdoor Update is brought to you by Tuffy Security Products. Having your vehicle broken into is not a laughing matter. Trust Tuffy Security Products to stop opportunistic thieves. Tuffy is the industry leader in automotive security and provides peace of mind when you walk away from your rig. Durable and easy to install. Tuffy Security Products has adventure-ready consoles, drawers, and lockboxes available for you to organize your rig and secure your gear. Visit TuffyProducts.com and use special offer code GRIND to save 10% on your order. Remember to lock it up. Welcome back to the Outdoor Update, the weekly segment where we provide you the stories, news, and information from the recent going-ons in the outdoor world. This week, we're going to focus on what the state of Pennsylvania is doing to combat CWD, or chronic wasting disease, in their deer populations. 
This week's article comes from The Morning Call, the third largest newspaper in Pennsylvania, written by Kent Jackson of the Hazleton Standard Speaker. The title of the article is, How Do We Keep Deer Safe from Chronic Wasting Disease? Kill More of Them, Game Commission Says. This article was published on the 2nd of August of 2020. Reducing deer in affected areas is the only strategy that has lessened the prevalence of chronic wasting disease, Corman said. The plan describes challenges and risks. Chronic wasting disease is always fatal. There is no vaccine or treatment. Prions misshape proteins that cause the disease can pass through feces and urine. They infect plants, water, and soil where they can remain contagious for years. We have been referring to this as a forever disease, said the chief executive officer of the National Deer Alliance. The disease threatens not just individual deer, but deer hunting tradition that adds to 971 million to Pennsylvania's economy each year and the growing pastime of wild watching wildlife that brings 1.3 billion annually to the state. Chronic wasting disease also strikes moose, caribou, and elk that could be devastating to Pennsylvania's elk herd, which is small in size but a big draw for tourists. On elk, we've been lucky so far, Christopher Rosberry said, head of the commission at Deer and Elk Section. The plan notes infected deer have reached within 20 miles of elk management areas. Chronic wasting disease obviously threatens some state deer farms. A $103 million industry. Some 207 deer already have tested positive on 23 farms, a dozen of which had to kill off the herds. But for other farmers, there are risks. Norway, after discovering its first case, banned imports of straw and hay from infected regions. Chronic wasting disease hasn't jumped to humans, but other prion diseases have. Britons came down with Crutzfeldt-Jacob disease after eating beef from cattle infected with mad cow disease in the 1990s. Researchers found squirrel monkeys that ate infected meat could get chronic wasting disease from it. Hunters should not shoot sickly, wobbly deer, and they should wear gloves when field dressing deer, the commission says. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says not to eat deer or other animals that test positive for the disease. Chronic wasting disease discovered in Colorado in 1967 now extends to at least 27 states and four Canadian provinces. Eight years ago, it arrived in Pennsylvania, servicing first at a deer farm in Adams County. Now 20% of the state is within what the commission calls disease management areas. In areas where the disease is established, the commission is permitting higher doe harvests. Hunters can take an extra 14,000 doe from a section of southwest Pennsylvania that includes Blair, Bedford, Fulton, and parts of neighboring counties, Rosenberry said. The goal is to stop the disease from reaching 5% of the herd there. After that, the progression accelerates drastically, the plan says. For years, a ban has existed on importing brain, spinal columns, or spleen parts of deer most likely to spread chronic wasting disease in or out of Pennsylvania. The plan proposes a ban on moving high-risk parts within the areas of the state where the disease has entrenched. Commissioners can, call, can further cull the herd by allowing buck and doe season to run together and dropping antler restrictions on buck, the plan says. Within established areas, the plan draws smaller zones. Containment zones within three miles in a newly detected cases are where professional hunters might take additional deer after hunting season end to blunt the spread. In enhanced surveillance units within five miles of newly detected cases, the commission wants to test more deer. Testing is free to hunters who put deer heads in the mail or in metal bins that the commission scatters throughout infected areas. 
During the past eight years, 95,766 Pennsylvania deer have tested negative, while 473 tested positive for chronic wasting disease. Now, if you add those numbers up, you see all the deer that have been tested, that's pretty close to 5%. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, I want to make sure that we uh, protect future hunts. So we have to protect the herd. So I think while we're out, you've got, I don't know if you guys are excited, but I'm super excited for deer hunting to be coming up. But we want to protect the herd. So if we see these things, we want to report it. We need to understand what the right protocol to report. If we see chronic waste disease, we see a potential uh, sickly deer out there in the population. And remember, it, it crosses over into other animal populations, too. So if you're uh, one of these states that has, you know, elk and all sorts of crazy animals out there, uh, it, remember, one carries over to the other as well. So you're protecting those herds, too. So make sure when you're out there, you understand what you need to do when you see it. Uh, it's not recommended, at least from this article, that you take the animal out. Uh, definitely don't want to harvest it. I know here in North Carolina, they want you to report it to the to your local biologist, wildlife biologist. Uh, there will be a hotline or something like that set up. I'm pretty sure you can email. But for me, if I, if I saw it, I would mark it on my map. I would have the general area, the game land, et cetera, that I was in, quadrant region, however they identify those certain areas. I reported immediately. I wouldn't sit on it for a week. I probably would report it that day, no different than if I harvested uh, you know, a deer that day. I would just go ahead and contact uh, somebody in there and ensure that they were aware of it so they could, could go in there, bring the right people, track it, and hopefully, again, protect the herd. So hopefully you got something that article, something to think about. I know there's a lot of stuff out there. There's probably a lot of different opinions out there, but I kind of want to get the conversation started since deer season coming up. And remember, you should be scouting right now, right? While you're scouting, you see something like that. Don't, hey, don't sit on it. Report it. The Red Warren Badge says you're equipped to handle anything, ready to conquer any challenge that may come your way. That badge has stood for off-road excellence for more than 70 years. During that time, we haven't stopped innovating or striving for perfection. Be ready. Be prepared. Go Warren. When you hear the calls, you know we have a report from the field. As the hunting season is upon us this week, I'm going to talk about mapping apps. So this past weekend, I went out scouting uh, with a friend of mine who's kind of in that reactivation of hunting out here. And we're our, we're kind of looking for a little bit of everything, deer and trying to track down uh, or find some dove fields. Well, I was so fortunate that last year when I was hunting turkey, I was hunting squirrels, hunting deer, all those things. And remember, every hunt is a scout, too. Every hunt is. You're always, you should always be documenting what you see, uh, what you hear, uh, potential food plots, which animals will be feeding from those different food plots, type of food. So all those things I was able to document while I was out. And it paid off this last scout that I did this weekend because I knew what areas I wanted to target. And I was able to cover a, a lot of ground in the game land that we're going to probably be focused on once the season opens up. So I was like, you know what? This was an area I, I looked on my uh, map tool. The app that I like to use is Onyx. Uh, it is a pay for description. I just pay for my state. I don't pay for all 50 states. I wish I could get around like Meat Eater, but nope, I don't have that type of budget. But I definitely like it for the current state. It comes in different layers of maps. So if I want to look at what the Google map looks like, if I want to look at topography, 
all those different things. And it and what it shows is also private property. And this is something when you hunt game land, this is what I like about the mapping app is you can go in and you can actually look at where private property starts. And then you can also look at where that game land boundary starts, because that's something you have to be very aware of specifically in game land. There's a lot of private property that butts up against that. And out here, there's a lot of agriculture fields. So it's so easy to just be walking and not realizing that you're on someone's property. And the last thing you want to be doing is trying to be hunting on someone's private property, let alone harvest an animal that really wasn't yours for the taking. So that's what's great about these hunting apps. Now, I'm not taking away from the fact that Map and Compass and, and all those hardcore diehards, I agree. Yes, you should have those things with you. Your battery could die. All these bad things, you should always be prepared. But for this particular segment, we're just going to focus on the mapping apps themselves. Another one that you can look at is like Hunt Stand. Uh, everyone, uh, not everyone, but a lot of different people like that one. It seems to be very popular as well. Comes in distant layers. It does come in a free. You can get the free one, but it also has a lot of advertising with it. So I played around with it. And, you know, for my personal use, I found Onyx, in my, for just for me, uh, a little bit easier to use. I, I kind of like the layout, how I want to mark things. But something you can also check out, something I use for off-roading, is you could use like a GAI, a GPS map. Uh, that's an app that you can look at where you're actually downloading map. The cool thing about these is they're available offline. So you can use these maps. I mean, uh, of course, as you pay for it, your service is going to get better. The quality is going to get better. Some of them, as you zoom in, are not going to be the higher quality. I like the GAIA for that. Uh, there's also a lot of different ones out there you can look at. Uh, another thing that I use is I'll use my tablet. I'll download uh, geographical survey maps. I have what would be considered a you know lightweight aircraft uh, GPS uh, uh, antenna, and I could Bluetooth to that antenna if I wish, and I have my tablet out there. So there's a lot of different things you can do. But to wrap this back up into the scouting, so I documented tons of food plots that I felt that was for potential uh, for the deer season. I've I've documented, you remember, uh, you know, last uh, or earlier this year, I was talking about I went to a game land and I felt I walked upon a, a bed down location. Um, went in that area, saw tons of tracks. I was able to take the, the information I was able to document from the turkey hunt my, my son and I did on game land and find a potential dove field and was confirmed as a dove field this last scout. We found food plot that is absolutely out there for deer and dove. I was really excited about that. So I know this upcoming uh, Saturday, not this coming Saturday, following Saturday, September 5th, I I'm going to be out there. I know exactly that I could put the X on it right there and where I'm going to be at when dove season opens up. And I'm going to have a great time with that. These maps are very good to have and to document. And also it shows some historical things. I was able, if you guys remember too, I was talking about finding some old hunting tree stands. Like and we're talking about things from back in time kind of stuff. Uh, this, this thing had like a, someone that had a boat. And then they just put a bunch of like two by fours together, made a tree stand. That thing's been there for about 50 years, was able to go back there. And what's interesting, too, is you can follow. I was able to follow uh, the routes that I took and I was able to see the difference of the terrain, the difference of what it looked like, because it wasn't the same. I wish I would took a picture of where I parked route at and showed it uh, side by side because it looks so different. And unless you could really look at that and see the way the terrain, you know, goes up and down the contours of it. Um, I went by it initially going, I know that place is here somewhere. Then I realized 
I was in that field. So these these hunting map apps are pretty important, I think, for you to have to, to help your success. Now, if you want to be old school map and compass, I don't see any reason why you cannot go get a map and document an actual paper map and then laminate it and start documenting the same things you do on a digital app. Uh, you just follow the same practices and everything else. I would definitely have probably have a notebook with me uh, because with the mapping apps, you're going to be able to put uh, little notes in there. You can take pictures. If you're going to do it old school way, you want to have additional notes. I want to be able to, hey, maybe if I do have a camera with me, take a picture, annotate what picture identifier it is, 001, and then I put a note in my notebook and then I would document something on my paper map. I would make sure to reconfirm my location, doing a resection with the compass, making sure that I hey, this is pretty much the, the spot that I'm looking at. So there's a lot of different things you could do there. I'm telling you, uh, I am a fan of Onyx. You guys might be a fan of the uh, hunt stand one. You might use some other ones that you like. It really comes down to this. Do you want to pay for it? Don't you want to pay for it? If you don't want to pay for it, HuntStand isn't a bad one. They do have a free application that you can utilize. Um, you're just going to get a lot of ads and stuff like that. If you have something different, let me know what you use. That'll be really interesting to kind of discuss, and we can check out. Um, am I perfect with it? Nope. I'm still learning. There's a lot of things I probably don't. Uh, I'm probably at the... 40% level. I probably don't maximize it. I don't necessarily need all that right now either. Um, I'm just getting back into hunting. You know, like I said, I started back up a little over a year ago, going on two years now. And you know, for what I'm doing right now, this thing works. Highly recommend you guys check out uh, a, a hunt app that can go on your smartphone device. It can go on your tablet and play around with it. When you're scouting, I think it's something that is very beneficial to you. And if you're concerned about your battery dying because you got a phone that doesn't have a long battery life, then go ahead and take an external battery with you. There's plenty of power packs that you can look at. Bring that with you. I always have a power pack with me because of my phone. I want to be able to get in reach. And some of y'all might be thinking again, hey, what if I can't, I don't have GPS. Again, some of these, you can absolutely download the map and utilize the map. But this is where your navigation needs to be on point and your marker. So um, one thing I didn't say earlier with with uh, certain, depending on your state and what they mark as private boundaries and stuff, you'll see markings on trees and whatnot. You should know what those identifiers are, where it starts going into the private property. Purple bands are some type of sign posted saying no trespassers. Make sure that you understand what those markings are for your state, for your county, or any areas that you choose to hunt in. And also, I want to make sure that everyone understands this too. Remember when I talked about photos, I mean, a lot of this stuff's kind of coming to me when you, you can save photos to your app, but make sure that when you save it, if you want to say, Hey, I want to save this just for me, keep it private. Or you might have an option to where you want to share it with just everybody that's on that app. So the best recommendation I can give you is just become familiar of how that is, how you document stuff, how you share it, how you don't want to share it, uh, what that, what things and details that that certain app does harvest from your phone and potentially utilize that data for marketing purposes. That's probably another thing that we should mention. Remember every app, it has uh, marketing data that it's taken from your phone. So make sure you understand what permissions you're giving this app to do as well. I hope this was helpful. Uh, long story short, I highly encourage you guys to check out a mapping app of your choice to take out there in the hunt. I use OnX. HuntWise is a good one. Uh, another one that I recommended was GAIA that you can check out as well. There are tons of others out there. If you have one that you really like, I didn't mention, let me know and we can talk about it because if there's something better out there, I want to know about it.
And I want to make sure that our listeners know about it too. We like to feature your success in outdoor adventures, so shoot the pics over to us with a brief story. Route16.com and select contact. That's R-O-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X.com and select contact. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I uh, just caught the show. I'll say, uh, I actually caught the past two shows. I'll say, I have the, the same funnel, different brand, though. I use it all the time, and I can't stress enough the importance of flushing and maintaining your cooling system on a regular basis. And talking about the uh, open fields doctrine, I feel sorry for the wildlife official that puts a camera on my property because, uh, Nicky D routinely takes the trash out at 3 in the morning in his boxers. I imagine one of those pictures will end that in no time. And I can't believe you had a pirate-themed show last week, and you didn't mention the word booty not once. <laughs> Come on, man. It's, it's, it lets me down. All right. Keep up good work. Enjoy the show. I'll chat you later. Bye. Yeah, Nikki G, I tried. I honestly, I think I forgot. I was thinking about that and I didn't realize it until I, after we ended the show and I'm putting all the stuff together in post production. I was like, dang it. I probably could have utilized that. So you're yeah, man. I should have had you on there with me. You would remind me. Hey, I appreciate you being back as well. And you all make sure to check out Nikki G's podcast. He has a 10 minute off road. You can find it on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. Go check him out. Nikki G, 10 minute off road. Take your rig to the next level with the Nexon Rodian MTX featuring an aggressive tire design that's extremely versatile for on and off-road driving. Each tire boasts a dual sidewall design that allows you to customize the look of the tire on your rig. The Nexon Rodian MTX might have rugged traits, but thanks to its patented tread block design, road noise is minimized. Nexon's innovative technology state-of-the-art manufacturing, and award-winning designs have ensured Nexon is not an industry secret anymore. When you need performance on the road and the trail, choose Nexon. Welcome to the Rock, Mud, and Dirt, sponsored by Nexon Tire. This is a segment where I talk about the people, brands, products, and events from the off-road world. This week, I have Jason from Rock Rack, the most versatile cargo rack ever conceived. Jason, welcome to the Route 16 Grind. Hey, how you doing, Brian? It's good to be here. We're, we're excited. Yeah, I'm excited to get you. We had to kind of reschedule here, but we made it here. Hey, why don't you go and tell the audience a little about who, uh, who you are, a little about yourself? Well, uh, I, I am a uh, logistics manager and logistics consultant during the day, and that's <clears throat> that's how I buy peanut butter and bread and um on the side, I've always been an off-roader, a jeeper. When I was 16 years old, I had a big K5 Blazer and with 33s on it and was the big guy in the parking lot at the school. Yeah. And and uh, have have had Jeeps and off-road vehicles ever since. Um, love to get, get muddy, love to get dirty, and uh, love to have fun. Yeah, I have not been able to keep Root out of the mud lately constantly getting in the mud lately i'm like root stay out of there he's like no nah, do what i want so uh can't avoid it man um so what exactly is uh this pretty cool cargo system you guys call ruck rack well we did a lot of research and we're going to make a bold statement that it is the most versatile and most modular cargo racking system in the world um what we have done is we have combined a, a, a bike carrier 
a cargo rack and a picnic table, and along with some other accessories that that off-roaders like, like <clears throat> um, tool carriers and flag holders and umbrella holders. And we've condensed all of that into to one little convenient package. And um, we believe that it's there's nothing like it all on the market. There is a lot of flexibility in this system. Uh, going on your web page, uh, ruckrack.com, I was like, man, that's a cooler. I was thinking it was like a couple other like different devices. No, it's the same one. You got a cooler, you got a bike, you got a shelf. So how much gear kit can it hold, like the total weight? How much can it handle? Well, the Ruck Rack itself is only limited by uh, the, the Jeep tire carrier. That's the, the Achilles heel of of the, the Jeep rear end. So uh, we only recommend to put about 55 pounds okay. on a stock stock tire carrier. If you have a, a, an upgraded tire carrier or if you have a, a swing away tire carrier or something like that, um, that weight goes up uh, uh, immensely. Um, however, we are going to have a, a hitch-mounted system, and we are going to have a, a, a product uh, that we're going to add here in the next few uh, few weeks here that will take some of that weight off of off of the tire and put it on the hitch where it belongs. Um, so there'll be several different options for you, um, and then uh, of course the the hitch-mounted version, which be, would be the most powerful version, which which is probably going to be around 150 pounds. Yeah, that's super cool. A lot of there's just so much, uh, um, you know, flexibility here when you go that route because you have some people like myself that I may not want the carrier to be on there all the time. I may want to go out and do my adventure, take that stuff down because I have a daily driver. I don't need the extra weight, that kind of thing. Sure. And then you have other people that they're always adventure ready. You see the guys always driving around. They got all their top uh cargo tent you know or their 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 top tent they got their you know all the gear hanging off and you know that's cool for some folks too the that, and that's fine they're always ready to head out and do what they need to do now is this just for jeeps absolutely not um we have designed this for uh, for almost any um vehicle with a rear mounted spare tire um it will fit five on five and four on five bolt patterns, and it will fit beautifully on either one. So if you have a Liberty or a CRV or anything that's four wheel drive with a rear, rear mounted tire, we can hook you up. Uh, FJs, uh, we know the FJ, FJ people are getting excited about this stuff too. And even if you don't have a rear mounted tire, we do have the hitch mount, which which is a beautiful thing because it will fit on any two inch receiver. Now, when you talk about the hitch mount and then as well as the one that goes on the tire carrier, now will those be something that you can combine into one, or they'll be absolutely separate? The hitch mount will be absolutely separate from the tire carrier model. It will have some of the, the most of the same attributes, but it will be a different um, skew number, so to speak speak but we will have an attachment for the tire carrier model that will go into your hitch to kind of take that weight off of the tire that people are worried about so that's that's something we're in development with right now and we'll be releasing very soon all right so now as far as like gear like you go on your website i see cooler bike show what is some other gear that you can throw on there it's that's one of the things we talked about and laughed about brian was that 
we don't know what people are going to do with this thing. And <laughs> that's, the, that's the beautiful part about it is that um, Jeepers and off, off-road people and, and outdoor people are, are, are very innovative and they come up with all grades of things to do. <laughs> right. So it, 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 it is left to your imagination. And if you can strap it on there and, and, and it meets, meets the weight requirements, by all means, do it. Now, are those straps on there, those are quick fist ones. Am I right on that? They are. I have a deal with quick fist where I can sell those quick fist through, through Ruck Rack. And um, I actually can sell those quick fists cheaper than you can get them on Amazon. So. Hey, right on. That's a good thing right there. Um, so, yeah, that it's a really good setup and you know a lot of diversity in there. And I, I tell you, like for me personally, the thing that I was really sold on was the fact that you have that bottom end, uh, I would call a, you know, table that you could put your cooler on. And then you have a collapsible, uh, fold down table that you can utilize as well. Generally, you see stuff where it's all, Hey, you got to use one or the other. You kind of thought of both. Well, and we wanted, we wanted both. And, and that was, that was my, a demand for for to our design engineer um, Ron Morrison, who is our design engineer. I said, Ron, we got to have a basket and a table, and he's like, "What?" I said, "Yeah, man, it's it's got to be it's got to be all in one." And he uh, he went to work and made that happen. And <clears throat> the versatility that that table brings, if you're out at the game, or you're out at a campsite, or you're out on the beach, or you're out on the trail, fold that thing down. Open your cooler up, <laughs> put your little Dixie cup in the cup holders, and you're ready to go. Heck yeah. Lay your fish on it. Um, it, it it's so versatile. It, we we love it. You know what? You got little kids you want to take out on the trail, and they're still in diapers. You got a changing table right there. That's right. That's exactly right. See, see, that was an idea we never came up with. There you go, man. I was like looking at it, like, oh my goodness, man. That comes like, like you know, that's one of the things. Like, oh man, this guy, we got to do this in the back seat. Uh oh, man, just there you go. Uh, so how many, yeah, how many designs did you have to go through before you arrived at the current system? This is what I would love to think. And I, I like, oh yeah, the first time we got it, but how many designs really? You can tell us how many times did you go through? So we've been doing this, um, three years this month. Wow. Um, and, uh, we have 11 versions on, on file and we have a total of 526 CAD files in a, on a thumb drive. So <laughs> that, that's, that's the amount of, um, wall beating again, uh, head beating against the wall we've, we've done for this thing because we wanted it to absolutely be perfect before we released it. Yeah, it looks great. And if, again, if you're one of those individuals, you know, you had the reinforced uh, arms onto your tailgate and then the reinforced tire carrier. Uh, dang it, it. Sky sounds like it's the limit far as what you want to do with it. And I love the fact too. now, uh, if I was going to uh, use this and in, 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 um, for like recovery gear and stuff like that, like none of that should be uh, a concern, right? Like I'm not talking about anchoring off it, but I'm just talking about I could just throw my gear, strap it down, boom, like. There's so many different things I could use this for. Absolutely, and we put we put um, mounting points and and holes all the way through it, um, and all all over it just for those applications. Because like I, like I said before, we don't know what people are going to do with it, and we don't know what their application is going to be. So we wanted to provide as much 
versatility as possible with it. Yeah, once you get that hitch-mounted one, I mean, that's just going to open up a whole new lanes and stuff. Yeah, so that that's Absolutely. that's really good. Um, wait, why don't you tell people how we uh, linked up? Well, um, uh, the Jeep community is is a beautiful, beautiful thing in there, and and the, the off road community is is just great. Um, I I linked up with you guys through um, a lady named Deborah Bear who runs a site called Little Rampage Off Road. And um, she invited me two weekends ago down to um, her little place, and um, they do a lot of veterans outreach stuff. And they're they're a tread lightly organization also, um, and they are um, they deal with a, a, a little company called uh, I'm sorry, a little uh, organization called Off Road Outreach, which is. Um, <laughs> I can't say enough about those girls over at Alfred Outreach. Stacy and Alicia um, provide um, some really good benefits and, and doing really good things for our veterans out there. And I wanted to give them a shout out because um, we gave, we donated um, then number one, so to speak, of the Ruck Rack to Off Road Outreach. And then we also donated another one to True Patriot. And I I don't know if your listeners have heard of True Patriot. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they're, all, uh, they're doing some great things out there for our veterans, and um, we started off this whole thing as as a <laughs> veteran based business. Um, I don't the the Ruck Rack the name itself is is a military um, derived name, so we really wanted to get it in that community and provide all the support we could um, to that community. Yeah, it's just amazing. And I, I, I love the fact that it just seems like there's a lot of just uh, full circles, uh, especially with those organizations. And Deborah, man, she does a lot. I mean, I, I, uh, she has a huge heart. Uh, she has always involved herself in a lot of things for a lot of different great causes, uh, not just limited to veteran causes as well. And then uh, off-road outreach, uh, what they are doing for the homeless population, uh, the veteran homeless, it is, it is humbling. It is very humbling. And, you know, some of the things that you just don't think about, uh, they get involved in it and they're also educating and they're trying to not just, hey, here's a few things to get you by. They're trying to get them out of that situation as well. So that is just as important. And then everything that True Patriot, Mike and his crew with True Patriot, what they do uh, is just awesome. I need to get him on here as well. But far yeah. as you... You guys, you got like a Kickstarter campaign. So, I mean, far as I got two things. One, if I wanted to buy one a day, could I? And I also need to know about this Kickstarter campaign. Well, um, you cannot buy one today. And um, it's funny you say that because we just came back this weekend from the uh, Great Smoky Mountain, the Jeep Invasion and Pigeon Forge. Um, we all sat down last night um, due to the tremendous tremendous uh response we got at, at the jeep invasion we got a lot of people we got a lot of suggestions uh we got a lot of feedback uh, and people love it there are a few tweaks that ne we need to make to, to make this thing absolutely perfect we did not want to release this product and, until it was ab absolutely perfect and we didn't want to do a version two because we didn't want to be people to buy buy one and feel left out when we when we made one better so we are we are 
I'm going to postpone the Kickstarter for about three weeks. And hopefully by mid-September, we will have all of it locked down and we will launch our Kickstarter campaign. If you wanted to find out more about that and to follow us, please go to our website, www.rucrak.com and sign up for our newsletter in which I'm, I'm sending everybody a, a weekly um, email telling everybody where we're at. I'm very transparent as to what we're doing and I'm talking to everybody like a friend and I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not spamming you and I I just want you to know what's going on. Yeah, I'll tell you what, uh, I'm excited because I definitely want to get my hands on one. And you know what? By the time you guys get started with the Kickstarter and then get started releases, you know, the holidays are coming. So I think that's going to work out really good for you and everything. So y'all make sure to head out to go to RuckRack, R-U-C-R-A-K dot com. Check out Jason, his crew. Check out this awesome piece of gear that you definitely want on your rig. Thank you so much, Brian. For over 20 years, PowerTank has been the leader in high-performance portable CO2 air systems. A power tank is the ideal air source to air up tires, reseat tire beads, run air tools, and more. It's the only portable air system that can air up a 40-inch tire in under a minute and is backed by a limited lifetime warranty. A power tank does not require electricity and operates silently. See for yourself why power tank is the number one air source for Jeeps, 4x4s, RVs, construction crews and hunters by going to powertank.com the cup of joe segment is brought to you by c-state coffee have you ever actually drank good coffee stop wasting your money on old stale coffee from the store and make the switch to c-state coffee c-state coffee is a united states marine corps veteran owned and operated roastery selling premium coffee that's roasted on order and delivered fresh to you order your coffee today at www.cstatecoffee.com well, all right. I tell you what, I enjoy doing this. I have appreciated all the downloads that I have been seeing lately. I am really ticking up there. The show's ticking up. You guys are going back to old shows and listening to those. Well, we're getting a lot of new listeners, and I appreciate I appreciate the five-star ratings we've been getting. I'm just really grateful, really thankful. It's just been a growing experience for me, something I really want to do. Started last year. We have gone through different progressions, different things I've tried. Um, and right now I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really in sync. And there's some different things I'm going to bring in as well. I'm going to kind of just slowly bring those things in. Uh, yes, we will still have uh, going venturing. I'm going to have some people come on. So those segments haven't gone away. We, all those things are going to still be there. It's just right now for the time that I kind of have allotted to do this. Uh, this is kind of the format I'm going with. But I'm so grateful for people like Jason be able to jump on and give us an interview and talk about a new product that's not even out on the street yet. Y'all need to go check out Ruck Rack, R-U-C-R-A-K dot com. Check him out. Look what's coming. Be in the know. Get on his subscription list so he can email you. Your email went out just yesterday. Be in the know. It's a great piece of gear, and I think there's a lot of people that are going to be attracted to it, uh, not just the people that just go off-roading. I mean, I think if you do anything, if you're just a person that likes to go to the beach for a day, uh, you might want to check that out, especially when you get the hitch on. Uh, the hitch version, oh my goodness, open up all these doors. I, I can't say enough about that product and just the type of people that have been behind that and the type of person that he is. Very, very fortunate to 
get somebody like him on this show and producing something I feel is going to be extremely beneficial to many people, not just in the off-road world, not just in the hunting world, but just your average person who just wants to go out there and do some exploring can put that on and go. And I really enjoyed talking about my scouting this past weekend. I didn't want to just come out in front of the field and talk just about scouting because we touched on it a little bit. I really wanted to focus on the thing that helped me be successful. I was able to get up early and have a very targeted, this is where I want to go. This is where I want to be at this certain time of day. And I covered a ton of ground out there. And a lot of it is because I used a mapping app. So I can't say enough about that. And then all that work that I did on all the hunts and all the different scouting that I have done uh, over the past year, uh, almost two years now, they have really paid off. And I can't say enough. I highly encourage you guys to check it out. You're old school hunter. I get it. You know what? Just try it out. See if you like it. You might really enjoy it. Uh, for someone like me, you know, hey, I'm getting a little bit up there. You know, I'm, I might be forgetting stuff. It's nice to have something like that going, oh, yeah, this is where all that great stuff is. And because uh, I want to be a successful hunter. And on top of it, it was a really good thing to have because I had somebody that's getting back in the hunt and I want them to be positive. I want them to have that energy. And when you see success, like our goal was to find, hey, or is there deer out in this area? success we definitely confirmed that we found rabbit we found dub we found the fields we found food plots so those are all successful things that we were able i was able to sit there and say yep hey thank you mapping app for helping me do all this all in one day and guess what we even went fishing that day how about that but (laughs) the pond was called crappy pond uh yeah, I guess it's supposed to be crappy in there but it was crappy for a different reason because we didn't get one bite and and then far as like uh in the outdoor update I think chronic waste disease is something that every hunter that has gone out there, specifically with deer and elk and, and other animals, like disease itself, we should probably just focus on. Uh, it's something to kind of we have to remember instead of, hey, I'm not going to shoot that. I'm going to let that go by. Is that something I need to report? Is that something I need to let you know wildlife management to be aware of? Because it is our responsibility, too, to protect these herds. Uh, we're out there. We're more eyes than wildlife management is. Uh, like like I was telling you a few podcasts before, here in North Carolina, they like you see some turkey, want you to report it so they can kind of look at their numbers, where they're finding at, looking at their movements, all that. So this is something where you probably get involved in as and progress your hunting trade craft and help give back because you may not have time to do a lot of volunteer work but if you're already out there and you're seeing these type of things then just understand the protocol and how to report it that's all that pretty much that that whole motivation of reading that article and discussing that was just kind of like the thing that i gathered from it and all the different things that i read is there's more responsibilities that go with you as a hunter and you should take those on and you should absolutely help out your wildlife management office understand the protocols on how to report disease animals and any other things that they feel might harm the herd or your um environment the environment that's out there so i hope you guys enjoyed the show i really appreciate your support i can't say enough i've enjoyed the numbers going up and that's because hey man you like what we're doing here you like what Hopefully I'm doing here and I really do appreciate the people that I run into, uh, little things that I do. And I appreciate the uh, different interaction I have on social media. Uh, some of it's really funny and stuff. But again, if you guys have something you want to contribute, if you want to be on the show, if you know somebody that you feel would be a good fit for the show, all you got to do is just drop me a line, hit me up on social media at route16, R-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X, route16. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, 
Twitter. You can find me on Pinterest, or you could just email Route16 at Gmail. That's R-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X at gmail.com. I can't say enough. Thank you so much for your support. I appreciate it. Please leave some comments when you leave five-star rating. Okay. Thank you for the rating. I do. I'm not hating on you. I got nothing but love, but I really would appreciate your comments. That helps us move up in the levels, move up in the charts, because that's where we want to be. We want to move up, get more exposed, get the word out there, recruit more people to come into hunting, fishing, overlanding, get the experience out there, bring happiness across the place. And on top of it, share some of the great knowledge that we have here not just from me, because a lot of things I'm still learning, but things from you that you have to share. The people that we bring on that bring the inspiring stories, the people that come on here and bring awareness. Those are all the things that I'm looking at to bring out there to the masses. And I want you to be a part of that. For you to be a part of it, leave some comments in them five-star ratings. Thank you so much. And I will be here next week. Thanks for listening to the Route 16 Grind. We want to thank our amazing sponsors, Warren Industries, Tuffy Security Products, Sea State Coffee, and Route 16 Off-Road for their support. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and more. Just look for Route 16. That's R-O-O-T-O-N-E-S-I-X. Or just go to Route16.com. Until next week, plan smart, be safe, and as always, be prepared. No, they do not have map apps for lieutenants.